You just take over and keep going here, Jerry. Like you do it. <laughs> well, I see Rufus's name. I can always call on his support too. Lord Jesus, thank you for uh, this morning, this Tuesday. Thank you for the opportunities that you have again in store for us. Thank you for the gift of waking up again and that we are um, your son and your daughter. And um, we just, uh, we love you today. We would love to just get to know you better today. And uh, please use us to be an encouragement and uh, equipping of your people. And thank you for my friend, Justin. Just ask you to bless his marriage, his relationship with his kids, his business. Um, just heap blessings on him. We thank you for him and for his willingness, uh, his courage to lead and share this morning. So we love Justin and we love you, Lord. Amen. Justin Wolfenberg, welcome back, my friend. Great. Thank you, tribe members. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, I was thinking about, uh, I was I'm so struck by some, some of the simplicity of the gospel and the way Jesus talked about things. And there's Luke 22, 19 is a really uh, a passage. I, my assumption is most of us have heard this when he was kind of the last supper or celebrating Passover with his disciples. And he said, instituting communion that we know in some various form. And he said, do this to remember me. So he was setting this whole stage up. We're doing communion. And he says, do this to remember me. Mm. And so I, it, it's a really interesting word, that word remember. Like, what is he saying? Like, we're going to forget who he is or forget what he's done. And mm -hmm. we need to remember uh, him. And, and somehow this is some part of the rhythm of the church. Is it daily? Is it weekly? Depending on your kind of background or is it monthly or however your, your, your rhythms are with this, it's, it's typically a part of our rhythm where we come together to remember. And I, and I find that is really is a contrast to how we, we live in a very Greek culture where the primary verb we use is learn, right? So when you go to a, a gathering or a church on Sunday and you come out of that church, typically the first question you might ask is, what did you learn today, right? Mm -hmm. And our whole education system is built upon this idea of what did you learn? And you kind of go from first grade to second grade and you kind of move up these echelons of learning. And that's mm -hmm. good and it has a value, of course. Uh, but this is a very different kind of engagement with God. Do this to remember me. So he wants us to sit down and dwell on what he did and what we did. Like he wants us to actually sit down and remember what, what a terrible, he wants me to remember what a terrible, selfish person I am. He wants me to sit down and think about that. He wants me to sit down and think about the cost that he endured on that cross. I mean, he had to get up there and he, he was forsaken by his father. Uh, he would, I mean, he had to endure quite a bit mm -hmm. on that cross. And he wants me to sit down and remember that. I mean, I don't know about you, Jerry, but when things go really bad, I like to forget them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really do. I don't like to dwell on my mistakes. I don't like to dwell on what a terrible person I am. But God in this is do this to remember me. And it was instituted over a meal in community looking at each other, right? And this idea of remembering. And the more I thought about this, the more it was really helpful is I don't have a problem. I know the gospel. I intellectually know and understand the gospel. 
uh, I don't need to learn any more about the gospel. But what I found, what I have a major deficiency is in remembering the gospel. Mm -hmm. Sounds kind of crazy. Like I, what do you mean? Like I forget that Jesus died on the cross, you know, like intellectually. No, I didn't forget that intellectually. It's not like, oh, I forgot that. I emotionally or I, in my hope meter, I forget. <laughs> so when I'm sitting and dwelling on what a selfish person I am, it produces in me a sense of gratitude. Mm. Uh, a sense of humility, uh, a sense of, of uh, uh, just uh, a, a purpose of what life is about. It grounds me back into the basics. And it's almost like Jesus was saying, hey, guys, you guys are never going to graduate from kindergarten, right? It would be really insulting if I was like, you need to go back and take kindergarten again. You would, we would, you would rightfully yeah. insult it like your intelligence. <laughs> yeah. I know that stuff. I don't need to do it again. But Jesus wants us to sit back and remember the gospel, to dwell on that, to bring our heart, because we are not intellectual beings. We like to think we're intellectual beings. We are very much belief-based, emotion-based beings. We need to center our heart and our emotions and remember what Jesus did. It brings us back to the gospel, and, it, uh, and I need it all the time. I need to center myself around that. I need to bring myself back to that or my heart starts to harden or my heart, you know, and I find there, there's these things, spiritually mature people do this all the time. They just don't talk about it. It becomes intuitive in their lives. They're constantly remembering. And uh, this has parallels in, in our lives and uh, our horizontal relationships. I remember when, uh, as a full-fledged amazing sinner I was about a year and a half into my marriage, I was almost divorced uh, and needed some serious help. Shelly and I needed some serious help. So we were getting some mentoring and some discipleship and counseling from Chuck and Marty Moore. Many of you may know them, but they're incredible kingdom warriors in the kingdom. And uh, and we were sitting down with them and they've been married a long time and got a phenomenal marriage. And, and we asked Marty, I don't even remember how it all started, but we said, Marty, what what's the secret for you. Mm. <clears throat> she said, well, <clears throat> every morning when I wake up, there's two lists in front of me. She's one is the list of Chuck's strengths and the blessings <laughs> and things he's done. And there's another list of yeah. what a jerk he is and how selfish he is and all of his terrible faults. And she goes, they're both true list. She goes, I just choose every morning to remember the good list and not dwell on the negative list. And it really struck, I was like, it's gotta be more complicated than that, you know? And uh, it, what really struck me was every morning, it's not like you do it once and right. you've kind of like, I've overcome that. I've hit the mountaintop of that. I've achieved that. She said, every morning I have to think about that. And that really struck me and changed me in the way of how I think about even in my, in my horizontal, my marriage. So if I'm upset at Shelly or she's hurt my feelings or she's mad at me because I've hurt her feelings or whatever it might be, these scenarios that continue to happen in our lives. And I, and I take a moment to pause and I remember, all I have to do is remember, remember all the good things about Shelly. Remember all the good ways that she has changed in the 18 years of our marriage. Mm -hmm. all, the facts are still the, exactly the same. But my heart and my position is totally different. And all I did was sit and remember. 
And this is, is crazy when you see the Bible is written this way. The, the Bible either had a really bad copy editor or God was obsessed with reminding Israel about what he's done. If you just count how many times God, remember when I parted the Red Sea and brought you out of Egypt like that, that line in the Bible is over and over. And he's constantly going back to his people and saying, let me remind you what I did. And that applies again to my life when one of my kids is haywire or I'm in a stressful situation or a project feels like it's coming unglued and I don't know what to do. And I just sit down or take a moment and remember all the ways God has done miracles in my life and got me through this, that and the other, which we've all had. Everything changes. My hope meter starts to go back up. My stress level goes down. It's a profound profound spiritual muscle we have to remember. In fact, I think it's one of the most important spiritual muscles we have is to become good rememberers. Like in throughout scripture, God was like, put a stone here, put a marker here. So you don't forget what I did. And so we now do that in our home. We've been through some amazing miracle things and some crises where God has taken us through things and we take them and use them as memories. And we put things up on our walls to help us remember what God has done. So we don't forget it is, you know, one of the most dangerous places we get is feeling hopeless. Mm. And it's not, and we just think we're like a binary linear. We're not, we are a fluid, fluid beings that are altering depending on the hour or the day or the situation. Our hope meter is going up and down throughout the day and being good rememberers is one of the most important spiritual muscles we have so many times. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a series on church on remembering. Like, I just think we are so obsessed with learning the new insight and this, that, and the other. And what if it's the basics we just need to get a, a lot better at, at just remembering. And I know our family has made this a priority, right? I had some, a, a guy I was learning from said, if it doesn't happen in your week, then it's just not important to you. You can say it's important to you, but if it doesn't happen in your week, it's not important to you. It's just a fact by of scheduling. What you say doesn't matter how you live does. So we've made remembering a big deal in our week. So we have a Friday night meal, a big family meal. It's the nicest meal we have all week. We dress up, we have the best food we're gonna have all week. We've got desserts, we've got special drinks. You know, we, we're, we go all out for this meal on Friday nights. And the whole focus of it is to remember. And so we talk about the gospel every Friday night, uh, about the cross. We do communion together. And as a father, my family, I lead by saying, here's this week. I wanna, I'm going to start by sharing where I fell short, where I didn't trust God and I sinned. And, and we don't hold our head in shame. We don't, it's not a time for teaching. It's, not a time, it's, it's a time to remember what God has done. It's a worshipful, joyful time. We are thankful for what God has done. And I really wanted to create this environment, one where my kids can just talk about their own shortcomings and not be a time where there's a lecture or discipline and those things are important too. But we wanted to create a space in our family where we just remember. And then we go through the week and it's really neat to watch my kids learn how to talk about their sin uh, and not feel shame about it, to, to remember that Jesus actually paid the price for that sin. Uh, it's just beautiful. And then we spend the night, the rest of the, or the rest of the meal talking about what we saw God do this week. What do, what do we remember where God showed up and where did we see something good happen? And we focus that to reset our hearts on the 
on the heart of the matter of remembering, remembering, remembering. And it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can even be uh, uh, even painful memories that have happened to us. We can remember those to help motivate us not to go in that direction again. You know, if I think about making a smart aleck or critical comment of my wife, I just remember the last time I said that, what happened? You know, it helps me keep control of my tongue, right? I, I want to remember. Mm-hmm. I want to be a really good rememberer of what God has done. And that really drives my life far more than I think it does. And if I start forgetting, uh, and it feels like such, I keep saying this, such an insult to my intelligence that I would forget the basics, but it's actually so true. I'm constantly forgetting what God has done on an emotional level. And I can tell by my stress, by my hopelessness, and I've got to go back to that well. And I'm comforted by how often God had to remind in the Bible, <laughs> remind, 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 remind. Let me remind you what I've done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a heart for me about what it means to remember mm-hmm. the gospel. And so that's, uh, 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 anyways, I hope that's hopeful and helpful for us here to think about remembering. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a good rememberer? Mm-hmm. That's good, Justin. You know, I, I don't know if you read the email I sent you this morning. Did you mm-hmm. find a chance to look at it yet? The stories one, yes. Yes. So it's, re- it's really interesting. You know, one of the things that we do as leaders is, you know, we're I'm I'm looking for like confirmation from the Lord. Like, am I on the right track, Lord? And your message this morning is overwhelming to me personally. I spent two hours in the woods last night. And I was praying and, and processing this very thing of the, you know, remembering and memorizing, like why we don't have enough time today, but the memorization of scripture, why is God continuing through you guys to challenge me, Jerry, you, you have not spent the time memorizing scripture. Why is that important? And again, I think this morning is, you know, I hope, I hope everybody got a lot out of it, but Justin, if it was just me and you on the phone right now, I would say that the Lord clearly used you to challenge me. I, I feel, again, convicted, um, and I find that very encouraging this morning. So thank you. I, I, this, is, this is profound. Uh, this, is, this is profound this morning. All right. I have got to uh, be sensitive to time and get you to pray us into our Tuesday, and I'll, I will follow, you up, follow up with you after this call. Wonderful. God, thanks for today. Thanks for reminding us. Thanks for being a God who is uh, just brings us back to who you are, that we are so dependent on you that we don't ever reach the mountaintop. We are just desperately needing you every day. I just praise your name. I pray you remind us well today and this week in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Justin. Love you.